You're listening to the Quince podcast. How old is sambar as a recipe? Why do people like it so much? Why has Ratna Cafe and MTR and South India in general and Tamil Nadu in particular become synonymous with sambar? Oh, and how in the world do you make it? You're listening to Southern Slab, where I introduce you to recipes that have shaken the kitchens of South India and stirred taste buds across the world. I share origin stories of these food items, myths that will blow your mind, and of course, recipes that will blow you away. Southern Slurp is on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Catch more episodes in our playlist. I hope you're listening to it as you're having lunch. If not, I do hope you're on your way because you're going to get real hungry real soon. Whether you think of idli, dosa, vadai or rice, the only logical accompaniment is of course the sambar. And that is what we're taking stock of today. Stock. Get it? <laughs> anyway, hey Sambar, how old are you? There's actually a Malayalam film by the same name. How old are you? And it ends with this question to which the heroine played brilliantly by Manju Warrior replies, "It doesn't matter." I agree with her in the film. And it sort of applies to Sambar too because like the Indian civilization itself, the Sambar has been extremely dynamic. It has changed form from something as simple as boiled dal with some spices added to a complex recipe that's not easy to cook and holds within it different layers of tastes and textures. Today's sambar is of course made with sambar podi or sambar powder and it's important you know how to make this podi because you can stock it and use it not just to make sambar but to spice up a number of recipes. Listen to Priya Ramkumar as she reads out the recipe from Samit Tapar, the first ever Tamil cookbook written by her great grandmother-in-law Meenakshi Amal. Usually sambar powder comes from basic main ingredient is coriander powder and chili powder. Coriander seeds is about 3 cups and the red chili is about 10 to 12 cups. Then red gram dal is about 3/4 cup. Bengal gram that is the chana dal is about handful and black gram dal that is ulittam paruppu that is 1 cup. Pepper that is 1/4 cup. Then turmeric which is a varali manjal in Tamil. it's 20 grams fenugreek seeds vendayum half of a handful which will coming to 1/8 of a cup curry leaves which are either dry or fresh and some oil like generally in most of the south indian cooking uh, you use gingery oil sesame mm. so this oil means mostly sesame that is 7 to 8 teaspoons so the basic thing is in a big thick kadai you put some oil and then you fry one by one shallow fry one by one coriander seeds you know till they get, give out an aroma nicely but it should not brown them but it, it should become reasonably hot mm. and then you know transfer it to another one big thali or a plate then you know again uh, shallow fry the red chilies and then you know fry all the shallow fry all the dals which is generally red gram dal 
பெங்கால் கிராம் தால் அண்ட் பிளாக் கிராம் தால் அண்ட் அதர் வர்லி மஞ்சள் அண்ட் த மெஃபனு கிரீக் அண்ட் த பெப்பர் யூ கேன் ஃப்ரை செப்பரேட்லி அண்ட் த கரி லீவ்ஸ் இன் த லாஸ்ட் ஸ்லைட்லி ஜஸ்ட் ரோஸ்ட் ட்ரை ரோஸ்ட் ஆல் டுகெதர் வெரி வெல் பிகாஸ் தேட் இஸ் வெரி இம்பார்ட்டன் ரோஸ்டிங் தெம் வெல் இஸ் வெரி இம்பார்ட்டன்ட் ஒன்ஸ் தேமா கம்ஸ் தென் யூ கேன் ரிமூவ் இட் ஃப்ரம் த பேன் அண்ட் தென் மிக்ஸ் ஆல் டுகெதர் அண்ட் கிவ் நைஸ்லி யூ நோ பவுடர் தெ and this will keep very well for more than 2 to 3 months and one thing which i would like to add is turmeric these days if you add it, it gets lot of you know stores bugs start coming small small so generally what uh, i do is i don't add turmeric in the sambar powder whenever you know i make sambar or rasam mm-hmm. or any sabji i add separately organic uh, turmeric which i gently buy or i make it at home Samaitpar translated later to cook and see has been the go-to cookbook for nuclear families in the 60s through the 90s not impressed hear me out Julia Child the legendary american celebrity chef introduced french cuisine to the americans in a cookbook she published in 1961 this was when the us was still riding the golden age of economic growth the second wave of feminism had started and the gay rights movement had picked up steam 1961 Samait Tapar was first published in 1951. Meenakshi Amal beat Julia Child to it by a decade. India at the time was just 4 years old as an independent country. It didn't have a constitution yet and Meenakshi Amal was a widow in her 50s. That's what makes Samait Tapar more than just the first South Indian cookbook. Listen to Priya Ramkumar talk about her great grandmother-in-law. Pun intended. Adilavilli very proudly talking about his mother who died quite early about the age of 52 she died i think uh, and but she was she also had a very hard life tough life she got married uh, at very young age but 16 to 17 she had a boy young boy she delivered a young boy but 18 19 year old but so happened she widow she was widowed at 21 you know the widows weren't uh, well received in the society i mean they couldn't move around freely as they do now and it so happened her mother in law stayed with her who had a 5 to 6 year old child when uh, she had a 1 year old child so you know the mother in law was already widowed there was a bond between them and so they lived and gave comfort to each other whatever she used to cook she come out perfectly and very tasty mm. you know that also even if you know the recipe well some people when they do the taste enhances so she uh, started sending letters to a lot of newly wed bride like you know how to do this recipe they used to ask her people used to go to mumbai and that those days they used to travel migrate a lot so if they are in distant places neither the mother is nearby nor the mother in law was nearby mm. so whom to consult mostly she is to help for all the functions so all this you know we have lot of seemandams then samaradhane functions all the birthdays they used to cook at home the caterer again was not available those days mm. like we have so many caterers now those those days only relatives used to help her uncle he said why don't you publish it as a book and it was not any commercial angle and all mm. it just you know loud thought she sold her jewelry she invested in uh, that 
slowly it grew uh, you know the printed and the first copy sold like hot cakes no. doesn't like that cookbook okay. was unheard of that mm. was in a number one but slowly you know the kind of setup from the rural to urban migration mm. uh, so the social changes lot of societal changes happen and women started you know getting educated more spending less time in the kitchen so all that uh, you know culminated in you know the promotion of the book but again the those days the women change role into a responsible like a earning role but they had to still mind the kitchen Correct. their <laughs> role as a primary uh, caretaker or a person who prepares food was there was compulsory you go to work yes but at that time but you have to manage the kitchen and you know uh, give meals like every three times a day i mean you have to somehow uh, manage it so that helped them you know to go through the book and you know uh, do all the you know make all the three meals perfect ones like you know so that's the thing meenakshi amal's recipes are back in vogue today with a number of restaurants getting rather chic in decor but going back to the roots when it comes to recipes let's you and i do the same let's talk about the traditional sambar and also that lingering question what was the first sambar like Well it was tasty but it wasn't one dish it was two or three You see sambar as it is eaten today evolved over time but there have been recipes like it from millennia ago For example the word soupa finds mention in the Jain monk Hemachandra's writings from a thousand years ago it meant broth which may or may not be spiced typically any dal cooked in water that's half a sambar for you and yeah soupa Does sound familiar, doesn't it? Taitti dikam meant a preparation of tamarind sauce. This is from 870 AD in a book written by a Jain monk Saktayana. About a hundred years later, Somadeva, another Jain poet and monk from Bengal who lived in South India, describes the food of the rich people of the Deccan. White shining rice, broths of golden color, butter, curries, well cooked savory dishes, thick curds, milk. milk rice sweets and water perfumed with camphor you see the fact that somadeva has written about broths of golden color in the 10th century means that sambar has existed from much earlier now before we talk about the very popular most probably fake legend of sambar's connection with the marathas of tanjore here's how to actually make this broth of golden hue kannan a businessman and professional who spent decades in the middle east is also a passionate foodie and i can vouch for his gastronomic brilliance sambar appadina ellarum romba very easy recipe so adu onnu periya vishayam onnu kadaiyadu appadi normal ah nenpaanga but we can add different taste on the sambar so or moonu vagiyana sambar there's a brief on three types of sambar in the traditional sambar soak a marble sized ball of tamarind in water for an hour vegetable edhu vaana you can add any vegetables you like drumstick chow chow or radish or pumpkin if you want to keep it really traditional saute it in some oil slightly and then pour in the tamarind water once it starts to boil we add spices malaga powder chili powder jeera powder and coriander powder and let it come to a boil again cook two dal separately not into a mush but just about where it still retains some shape add it to the spiced tamarind water just as it comes to a boil and simmer for 2 minutes remove from the flame in a tablespoon of ghee and sesame oil mixed together 
fry mustard seeds, jeera, a teaspoon of urad dal, a teaspoon of asafoetidine, temper the sambar. Add coriander and curry leaves right at the end and the traditional sambar is ready. The hotel sambar we used to have it for idli, vada and the mari. Konja liquid are gone. उंड Add this powder right at the end when the sambar is almost cooked, and then temper with mustard seeds, jeera, and curry mushrooms. Yeah, put it. Yarek ke vechi. Adala kadige jeera ko thal chukutna. It's like a hotel sambar. The moona wo the vande. Third variety is the batakorumbu sambar. This needs more tamarind. The first two sambars require very little tamarind, about the size of a marble. This one needs a lemon-sized ball. In the tamarind and water. Add half a tablespoon of red chili powder, one heaped spoon of sambar powder, coriander and jeera powder, one spoon each, and half a spoon of turmeric, asafoetida, about a teaspoon, coriander and curry leaves. Add drumstick or radish or diced onions to this mix and let the whole thing soak for about an hour. In a sauce pot, temper mustard seeds and jeera in a bit of oil and ghee, and pour in this tamarind water mix. As it begins to reduce, add cooked tur dal and two spoons of the ground puri we used in the hotel sambar and remove from flame. Yeri ke vechenge na, where taste rko. So in the moon sambar me moon vidha mana taste oru. One traditional, one vandu hotel sambar, one vandu vettakkorambala sambar. Idu moon try pani parenge super. Once upon a time in Tanjore city the Marathas reigned under King Shahuji the dynasty was set but after Shivaji's death Aurangzeb made not of their gaiety but Tanjore was old as cities go and girded and fortified to the teeth as things stood when it was time for food it had time enough to make history the son of Shivaji who vanquished his foes Sambhaji came up visiting as the legend goes it was time for lunch and the cook on a hunch laid out amsul and pulis and ragda patties But when it came to the rice and amti, the astringent broth of the hog plum tree, the cook was at a loss. He confessed to his boss that his stocks of kokum were frankly empty. Sambhaji's stomach growled and he glared. The lavish spread fell short. The feast felt bare. Shahuji had had enough. From king he turned to chef. Into the kitchens he went like Gordon with a cuss and a swear. He squeezed some soaking tamarind and filtered the rind and made amti with some veggies and imaginations fecund. Sambhaji was happy the new dish raised the bar and as he burped in pleasure Shahuji named it sambar So did the Marathas give us the sambar Tanjore city or Tanjavur city is famous for its Brihadeshwara temple which was built by Rajaraja Chola in 1080 How the name Tanjore came to be is shrouded in the mists of history but it could have something to do with Tanjan the name of a demon who haunted the locality and was destroyed by Lord Vishnu His dying wish was that the city be named after him. Well, if you're not into this story, here's another one. The word Tanjam in Tamil means refuge. So Tanjavur means city of refuge. Works? You see, the influence of the Marathas in South Indian cuisine, specifically Tamil and Kannadiga, is undeniable. They gave us the puran poli which we proudly call poli with a hard l or holige in Karnataka. But I don't think we got the sambar from them, except maybe the name. 
Shahuji, the second Maratha ruler of Tanjore, probably named it after Sambaji, the guest of the day. But the recipe itself has been around not just in the feasts of South India, but in the north during the Vedic era as well. In its present form, it finds mention in a Kannadiga book written in 1648. As a predominantly rice-based society that's also not into too much of hotness in their broths, the sambhar was an ideal fit for Tamil, Keralite and Kannadiga cuisine. In Andhra, you'll still find the sambar split into the bland dal and the very, very spicy pulusu that'll make you squint with its tang. The end for now. I'm sorry if I sound ominous, it's just that all this talk of sambar now has me seeing imaginary idlis swirling around my head. Ah, there's a plate full of rice with a bowl of sambar next to it. And there's a crispy dosa waiting for me. Oh, someone is pouring sambar all over it. I'm coming, my dear sambar vada. Wait for me, don't roll away. <laughs> Apologies, I digressed for a bit. I tell you about a recipe for sambar that's made with whole milk that came into vogue in the early 30s, but let's not spoil a good thing. If you're as hungry as I am, check out the rest of the episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, I'm sorry, I meant uh, thank you for listening.